Hello and welcome back to Present Company. I'm your host, Krista Smith. We have one more full episode coming out this month, but I wanted to take some time to reflect on the great conversations we've shared throughout 2021. This year has yet again brought its own set of joys and challenges. While we've learned to better navigate the technical difficulties of producing present company during COVID, there's always going to be some bumps in the road. Nevertheless, we've managed to find countless moments of laughter, warmth, and creativity over the past 12 months. As we've produced 30 individual episodes of Present Company, I can hardly believe that myself. With all of that in mind, here are a few of my favorite snippets from this year. Thank you all so much for your continued support of this podcast. I can't wait to see what 2022 brings. Regina, I'm so happy to see you. It's funny, Chris, I think because we've known each other so long. I mean, we've actually been able to witness each other's careers grow and, and shift. And so I do feel like just the history that we've had just puts a smile on my face. Well, congratulations, James, on your first feature film, The Harder They Fall. Let's talk about Jonathan Majors because he is your lead cowboy here. I knew nothing about him physically. It turns out he's actually a real-life cowboy. There's no stuntman for Jonathan Majors. That's all him. A full tilt gallop shooting (laughs) his enemies on target. Where did you learn to do that? And he said the darndest thing. He said, I can't do it. And that love can but I don't know how to write. I don't know how to <laughs> do all that stuff. But Nat Love does. It's such a crazy thing that he he just trots off. He just trots off to wherever it was he was going. Jen Garner, it's awesome to see you on this Monday and to talk to you. I'm so excited. It's kind of hilarious that I can clean up and put on a dress because, you know, all I would wear it in elementary school were overalls to the point that my mom just had to, she just made pair after pair. I had a green pair, a yellow pair, denim, Oshkosh Bagash. One of my first headshots, I was wearing gingham overalls. And I remember Nicole having to deal with this like early, early on and wait 21 years ago and just being like, can we get rid of this? And I was like, well, I don't know. It feels like Olivia Coleman was shot out of a cannon at almost 40. (laughs) (laughs) It's like we suddenly on the other side of the pond discovered you and now you've got like super global stardom. We can't get enough of Olivia Coleman. I'm so glad I finally got to sit with you. And I can't wait to see what else you're going to do next. I mean, I know you've got a long list of things, projects that are coming. So I'm excited about that. Yeah, well, I hope I don't let you down. (laughs) (laughs) Don't worry, it's okay if you do. Okay. Oh, good. Thanks. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you very much. Andrew Garfield, I'm so happy to see you. And I have been chomping at the bit to talk to you about your new film, Tick, Tick, Boom. I don't want to skate over the singing because you are more than holding your own against Broadway musical theater artists in this film. It's a funny story, but there's a person in New York called Greg Miele, who's a massage therapist, and he's one of my best friends. He's the kind of this secret undercover connector of all things Broadway. (laughs) And he works on me, works on a bunch of people. He works on Lynn. He's a massage therapist. And Lynn was on his table one night and... And Lynn said, hey, I just saw Andrew in Angels in America. I had this project, can he sing? And my friend being my friend just started to wax lyrical about my singing voice. 
saying it's the most beautiful thing he's ever heard, etc. And of course he can sing. And he, Lynn leaves and then he, my friend Greg immediately calls me and asks me if I can sing. I met with Lynn and, and Lynn, Lynn kind of, you know, he asked me if I can sing and I said, well, when do you want to shoot? And he says, a year from now. I'm like, yeah, I can sing. Welcome, Omar C., to Present Company Podcast. I am so excited. I've been waiting to speak with you for, I feel like, almost a year now. You learned English by watching the Kardashians, right? By watching. Okay. So, and you know, they just went off the air. It was like 11, whatever, how many thousands of episodes, a decade on the air. It was accessible, you know, with my level, you know, of English was something that I could pick up and understand and follow. So it was okay. Because I remember coming, um, having like, um, turning on the TV and try to watch the news and watching CNN, they were talking so fast. I was like, okay, so I'm gonna be fluent the day I'll understand that guy, you know? And I tried to, you know, change channels and I, 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 I was, I was, I found the Kardashian. I was like, oh, that I understand. So I started to follow that, you know, and try to, to follow it, pick some words, you know, and um, sentences. So yeah, there is a, yeah, I think, I think if I have to choose one of them, the mother is amazing. Christian is amazing. Dakota, it's great to see you. I Thank love you. I love you too. Let's do this all day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but let's turn the microphones off so then I can say some real shit. I posted a thing about the 20th anniversary of Donnie Darko on like my Instagram a few months ago. I was so surprised to see who responded to it. It really means a lot when something is true, you know, it does last. Mm-hmm. And to be a part of it is amazing. Mm-hmm. So even when I put my phone on airplane mode, the other phones ring. <laughs> For whom the bell tolls, Jake. Clearly it's my mother, <laughs> you know. Halle Berry, it is always a delight to see you whenever I see you. I was remembering this moment at a restaurant in Los Angeles, and I think it was the end of 2018 and I ran into you and you were so excited because you were telling me you were about to direct your first film. Yes, Do you remember, remember that? At uh, that restaurant. We were, where were we? It we was Sunset Tower. Sunset. Yep. Yes, Sunset Tower. Yes. You remember of that? Of course I remember. I was like, oh my God, Halle Berry's going to direct a movie. It was so exciting. We kind of talked about it. And then here we are. I was at Vanity Fair then. Now I'm at Netflix. This film is at oh. Netflix. And you have directed your first film. First of all, great to see you, Michael. I met you back in the day when I was at Vanity Fair with Graydon. Even though my mother was an actress and my father was an actor, I never had any, you know, desire, maybe in defensive or anything else. And, and it wasn't really until I was in, in, in college out at the University of California, Santa Barbara, and I was like a, a hippie. And I was going to school but having a great time. And they called me into the office and said, look, you got to declare a major. You can't just take these general education courses and everything else. So I said, well, man, man I'll do, I guess I'll take theater. Everybody tuning in, you are in for a treat because I have Adam McKay. And you have a new movie, Don't Look Up, which you also wrote and directed. How long did it take for you and David to actually write it and have a script that you could send out? So I did the majority did. of the initial writing. So I outlined it. You know, that took me... I would say on and off, like two, three months of outlining. Um, And then, of course, halfway through outlining it, my computer program just deleted all of it. 
so I had a day and a half where I almost cried. I was right on the edge of, I was like asking people, do you think I should cry? I'm not sure how to handle this. (laughs) So Dwayne Johnson, I'm so happy to be sitting here with you and talking about Red Notice, which I loved. It's so fun. I would love to see the blooper reel. And if there was any kind of competition to see between you and and Ryan, who could get the other one to break quicker in in some of those scenes? Oh, I saw the blooper reel. It's amazing. (laughs) I saw saw it last week. And it's so funny. So both, as you know, you know both of us very well. We're both very disciplined. And when we come to set, uh, very disciplined actors, when something is funny, he will not break. He stays in it. If, if shit is funny to me, I will laugh so hard and ruin the take. We'll start all over again. I did that uh, uh, multiple times. I do that. So he wins that game because I always, <laughs> I will laugh. doesn't matter. Please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast wherever you've been listening. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Krista Smith. Join me next time for more conversations here at Present Company.